It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Baseball season, it comes and goes, but Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason because it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing, crafted for serious fun. Today, the Houston Astros wrap up their four-game series in Anaheim against the Los Angeles Angels. First three games have not gone well for the Astros after getting swept in yesterday's doubleheader by the Angels, 10-9 in Game 1 and 7-6 in Game 2. Kyle Tucker, three hits in Game 1, including a homer, drove in three. George Springer, two homers and three RBIs in Game 2. But the Astros have dropped all three of the games in this series so far with the Angels, who have won a season-high four in a row. Astros 21-18 and and second in the AL West, three and a half games behind Oakland. The Angels nine and a half back in fourth place in the AL West with a record of 16-25. and Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. The Astros send... Framber Valdez to the mound today, fifth in the American League with a 2.58 ERA. Did a nice job in his last start Tuesday against the Rangers. Got into some trouble in the first inning, but still was able to go seven and minimize the damage. You know what? That's happened the last two games now where he's he's been a little balky in the first couple of innings, and he's been able to rectify things. And I don't think last year or two years ago or three years ago or ever for Framber Valdez, he would have been able to right the ship. You know, that was just uh, certainly a problem that he wasn't been that uh, – able to make adjustments during the course of a game but right now he looks mature and the Astros are really relying on, on him to give him some length and quality Jaime Berea getting the ball for the Angels making his second start of the year since his most recent recall has also made a couple of relief appearances a guy the Astros are pretty familiar with this will be the eighth time Berea has started against them yeah a lot of back and forth for Berea the last couple of years back from the, the bullpen triple A starting uh, hasn't won or the Angels haven't won uh, any of his last eight starts, so that goes back to July of last year. So he's a pretty good pitcher. I like his changeup. Uh, he's been using his slider a lot. He's really heavy with the slider, so I think for the Astros to, to probably look out over the plate for the first couple of innings and see if he adjusts. Keys to the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, you know, Dusty Baker made no bones about it talking uh, with the media pregame today about how important it is for Framber Valdez to go deep into this ball game. The Astros' bullpen uh, has been used quite a bit and, of course, had the doubleheader game, got into a situation last night in Game 2. They had Humberto Castellanos, pretty new to the big leagues, trying to close the game out and uh, trying to trying to get back on the right foot in, in the middle of a stretch with a lot of games. Yeah, so, so some little added pressure for Framber Valdez in these games. Sometimes that works in a pitcher's favor, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, what we've seen with him right now, we've seen a maturity where it looks like he can handle extra pressure and 
Uh, he looks like he's somebody who, who's ready to take that next leap. You know, he already has, but even another leap right now to, to fit at the top of this rotation. Coming up next, we'll be joined as we are every Sunday by Astros general manager James Click. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. And welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined by Astros General Manager James Click as the Astros get set to wrap up their series in Anaheim. It's been a, a frustrating uh, first three games in Anaheim, James. And, uh, you know, it just seems like one of those situations where, you know, all the, the injuries to the pitching and, you know, having all these young guys in, in unfamiliar roles, it, it almost seems like it's just kind of kind of caught up with you a little bit this series, unfortunately. Yeah, a little bit. You know, we, we got behind the eight ball a little bit on, on Friday. Uh, you know, can't say enough about what uh, what Garcia and, and Scrub and the rest of those guys did uh, that day to just put us in a position to try to come back in that game. But uh, with the doubleheader yesterday, it, um, you know, put us in a situation where we, we burned up a lot of bullets. Um, and, you know, um, this is the ups and downs of having a young bullpen. But obviously the, the talent is still there. Um, trying not to get, you know, like we always talk about, not too high with the highs and not too low with the lows. Um, it was a it was a frustrating day yesterday, but um, you know we, we we think we can bounce back. And you got put in that situation, and you alluded to Lance McCullers uh, coming out early. What what's the reports that you're hearing? Because we heard a couple of different things. It's not uncommon with guys, um, you know, when they're recovering from Tommy John, to just have days where the body just doesn't respond or or the arm just doesn't feel right. And I don't know if there's a real medical diagnosis for it or, or really something that we can point to. Um, you know, the exam was was clean. There's no concern about the ligament. There's no concern about anything physical. Um, but you know, Lance. Uh, talked about the fact that he talked to other guys who've, who've gone through Tommy John, and, and this is just one of those things. And if it if it had happened on a a non-start day, uh, you know, he probably wouldn't have even noticed it. But um, you know, I think we made the right call to get him out of there as soon as we did. Try to protect him. Uh, you know, you don't want him to battle through that and possibly do something worse. And and so we'll assess and see kind of you know when he can get back out there. You know, Jose Urquidy is a starter that you were able to get back at started game two yesterday. Uh, seemed like he got a little fatigued near the end, which is to be expected, but it's really easy to forget just all that he's been through just to get to the point he got to yesterday because this wasn't a, a typical baseball injured list situation with COVID-19 and, and losing weight and being quarantined for as long as he was. Yeah, I mean, in a year full of atypical things, you know, 35 days quarantine is, uh, is one of them. Um, you know, it's it's frustrating uh, because I think if we had had the science now uh, that we did back then, then, then we would know that, that that length of time wasn't necessarily necessary. But um, you know, we didn't, um, and, and this is the kind of thing we can't can't look back and second guess. We can't look back and question it. That's that's the information we had at the time. We acted on it. Um, obviously, it would have been great to, to get him out here a little sooner, but it's great to have him back. And, and hopefully, his next time out, he, he won't get fatigued towards the end. He can go a little longer and a little longer, and then. You know, by the end of the season, uh, you know, hopefully he's, he's back on, on full strength. James, the regular season ends uh, in three weeks, three weeks from today. And you start working backwards and, and thinking about how long it's going to take for somebody to ramp up like Justin Verlander. Where is he at right now? Is he throwing off the mound yet? 
Yeah, he is. Uh, he threw off the mound uh, a couple of days ago, and I believe he's scheduled to go again today. Um, you know, and we're having conversations with him about his role and, and what he wants that to look like. Um, but you know, again, we're just kind of playing it, uh, playing it safe, taking taking it slow, making sure that with a guy like Justin, that um, you know, that we don't rush things back. So um, the, the fact that he's off the mound is obviously tremendous news. It's the next step. Uh, but we we have several steps to go before we can can really start targeting anything concrete. And you talk about roles, and obviously it's still a little ways away. I certainly understand that, like you mentioned, quite a few steps uh, before before you really get there. But uh, is Verlander in, in a bullpen late in the season or in a potential postseason scenario? Is that a is that a possibility if he can't get uh, fully ramped up? It's a conversation that we're having with him. Uh, it's going to be as much about you know what he is comfortable with as, as with uh, uh, what we need. Um, and I, I don't want to gloss over what going from a starter role to a bullpen role can, can do to, to your body, to your arm, the prep. Uh, you know, this is a guy who over the past, well, I mean, honestly, his whole life, uh, you know, has developed a, a routine that works for him and is obviously tremendously successful with it. And the idea of going from that where you're pitching every five days you know what those four days in between look like you know when you throw your sides you know how much time you're going to have you know what time you're pitching uh you know when you're in the bullpen you don't have any of that you know it, it's a phone call and then you have you might have two or three minutes uh to, to get warmed up and before you get in the game and, and it takes uh, a real physical uh process and, and, a, and a physical discipline and, and and honestly time to figure that kind of stuff out so you know we all want him back. He wants to be back. We want him back. But, you know, we're not going to rush into something like that where he's put in a dramatically different spot because there are things that we need to consider with, with his body and, and how it would respond to that change of routine. James, you didn't see it up close like we did the last couple of years, but Framber Valdez continues just to be so impressive. And you're talking about somebody you really need to go deep into this game today. You know, you can almost say with a little bit of confidence that uh, you feel good about who's on the mound. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost terrified to, to say that right, right now, just the way that this uh, this whole year has gone in, but, in the past but couple But talk days. about what he's done, his body of work so far. Yeah, yeah, look, I mean, you, you, you pointed it out. Um, I, I knew him by reputation. Um, I, I knew he had good stuff. I was not up and close to some of the frustrations that I think people have had with him in the past in terms of getting the ball over the plate and, and yeah. getting, him, getting it where he wants it. Um, you know, from what I've seen this year, it's, it's a um, – well, it sounds like a dramatic improvement. He just he just looks like a hell of a pitcher, um, you know. And so he's a guy that that yeah, we're going to be leaning on to go out there and really chew up some some innings for us. And even his last start, where he struggled a little bit in the first, he was able to right the ship. And that's that's a key step for these pitchers. Where you know if, if it goes a little sideways on you in the first, you have to know that that you're out there and it's your responsibility to get as many outs as you can. And the ability to, to change, the ability to, to switch gears like that um, is, a, is a growth moment. And hopefully it's something that, that he can, you know, use the next time that happens. Hopefully it's not today, but the next time. <laughs> we'll have more with Astros General Manager James Click right after this. This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbock Brewing. Carbock Brewing, crafted for serious fun. Welcome back. Joined once again by Astros General Manager James Click. Well, Jose Altuve going on the injured list yesterday, uh, suffered the, the right knee sprain in the, the Rangers series at home, and, uh, had an MRI, 
it sounds like maybe a bullet dodged a little bit, that it's a, it's a sprain and, and not something more serious. Uh, as soon as he could come back would be uh, a week. Well, I guess the Astros don't play next Monday, but a week from Tuesday. Uh, is, the, is that the hope for, for Altuve to return? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Jose didn't want to go on the I.L. Um, you know, he, he wanted to push through it. Um, and, I mean, that speaks to him and who he is and what he wants to do. He wants to be out there for his team. Um, but, you know, we felt like the, the best thing for him was to, to give him the 10 days, let him <clears throat> take a breath, let him reset, let him make sure that that knee is 100% because, you know, we don't, we don't want him out there at 75 80%. We don't want him out there thinking about it all the time. We need to get this thing behind us. Uh, you're right that the scan looked good. Uh, it is a very mild grade one, grade one and a half sprain that he did on, on the awkward slide where he kind of caught the front of the bag a little bit funny with his with his cleat. Um, but yeah, the hope is that this is a, a minimum thing. I mean, there was discussion of, you know, do we give him a couple of days to see if he could come back, you know, in, in four or five days. But, um, you know, just with, with everything else going on, we felt like it was best to, to put him on and just make sure. You can't afford any setbacks uh, at this stage of the game. Is that your thoughts uh, with Alex Bregman, too? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and Alex, <laughs> I don't think Alex has been shy about the fact that he thinks that he's ready. Um, <laughs> and and he's, he's out there. He's running bases right now. He looks great. Um, our, our hope is that, you know, sometime in the next day or two that, that we'll be really ready to activate him. You got a couple of relievers back uh, in the last few days. Uh, Chris Davinsky, Brad Peacock, both got into games. And, it seems like that's very important, too, obviously, to get these guys back, but also just to get them back in there so that they can really get their seasons going and, and, and get to a point where, where they can be the sort of contributors you think they can be. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you guys talked earlier about the fact that we're three weeks away from the end of the season. And so for these guys to basically be an opening day and they have three weeks you know, to, mm -hmm. to figure things out, I mean, we've talked about the, the short ramp up in spring training 2.0. Not that this is the same thing, but, um, you know, a lot of times you talk to, uh, to people who have the game. I was talking to Joe Madden before the game the other day. And he was talking about it in a normal season. You know, it takes you about a month to kind of figure out your bullpen and, and, and who's where and, and who can do what. And and all of a sudden, if you, if you do that in a normal year like this, you only have a month left to go. So it's it's an expedited time frame. We know that. Uh, but these guys are veterans. They're pros. They know how to figure it out. And, and it, was, it was great to see him back on the mound. And hopefully we'll see him back there, out there real soon. Boy, a lot of innings logged by Martin Maldonado. I'm sure you've had conversations with Dusty about how much he's playing and, and, and where he is when, when it teeters on whether or not you you risk injury. Yeah, and, and that's true not just for him but for everybody. Um, yeah. And especially it was 109 degrees here yesterday. It's going to be 106 here t today, I think. Um, so we, we have to be really cautious with, with Martin. We have to be really cautious with all these guys in terms of just making sure that, that we're keeping an eye on them. And, and this is our, our strength and conditioning guys' moment to shine is to, to keep the, the metrics on these guys, make sure that they're not going in the red zone, that they get the proper rest. Um, you know, Martin, though, he wants to be out there every day. And, and the way he's hitting and the way he's catching, the way he's playing, like, you know, we want him out there every day. Uh, you know, he had a big hit yesterday, which, you know, ultimately didn't, didn't end up working out in the end but um you know he's been clutch he's been awesome we want him out there but we do have to make sure that we save ourselves from ourselves almost sometimes and not just running them out there every day to uh to make sure that he is he's rested and ready to go for the stretch anything new on on josh james as he recovers from the hip injury uh yeah he threw today uh we just heard actually a few minutes ago uh looked great uh i think he was 95 and 97 optimistic that that he will be back here sometime very soon i don't know exactly when that'll be but um you know initial reports there were, were great 
threw off a mound or off a flat ground? I believe off a mound. I'll, I'll double check that. But yeah, I mean, if, if he's hitting 95, 97 on flat ground, then I'm really yeah. excited. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, James, before we let you go, uh, this past week or last weekend, I guess it was the alternate sighting, alternate site in Corpus Christi got shut down for the second time in about 10 days because of a, a positive COVID-19 test. And obviously it's, it's a really tricky situation for everybody involved at the major league level and at the alternate sites. Uh, are you guys pretty happy with the protocols that you have in place or do, do you guys feel like you need to make any adjustments? Well, the fact that we shut it down for only, I think 48 hours, um, mm-hmm. is, is the really good news coming out of that. Um, the, the fact that we could have a, a positive test and not have it spread uh, and, and go through the protocols and get back in there and get working and, and keep those guys going. Um, you know, I think it speaks a lot to the protocols that our medical people put in place and a lot, a lot to the protocols that Major League Baseball put in place. And, you know, you, you could see it also with the, you know, the positive test on the A's side uh, a week ago where, you know, there was a positive test, but that was it and it stopped. And you know, again, I don't want to speak about it too too glowingly because I feel like if I taunt the coronavirus, then it's going to you know come and come and get us for for doing that. But um, you know, the fact that it was a single positive test, the fact that we had only 48 hours shut down before we were able to get back in there, uh, I, I think speaks very highly of the protocols. James Click, Astros general manager, thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys, appreciate it. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. Questions for Dusty. What's the status of your bullpen today after yesterday? Um, I haven't gotten that from uh, Strami yet. I'm about to get it. Um, like I said yesterday at the end of the game, I mean, you know, come on, Framber. We're going to try to ride Framber as long as we can. As long as we can. It's a big day for our, for our staff, big day for Framber, and, a, you know, big day in the standings prior to us going to Oakland. Uh, this is a, you know, this is a huge day um, today. So, uh, you know, we'll see what we're made of today. And, uh, you know, see if we uh, as positive as I think we are. I know with so many games, it's going to be tough, but are you just trying to figure out ways to give your, the guys that are healthy breaks here and there? And, and yeah, is, that part, is that the hardest part of this, this trip right here? Yeah, that is. That, that's definitely the hardest part because you feel like every game is, is, is vitally important. It's like 122nd of the season, however many we have left. And so, like, I'm giving Yuli a day off today. I didn't even ask him. I just gave him a day off because I, I could see him him winding down. And so sometimes you might have to sacrifice one day here for, for, for five in Oakland. And then we got another – then we have an off day. And then, uh, you know, we play two in L.A. And so, uh, yeah, that is the toughest – I mean, the toughest part, uh, you know, is when you give guys days off, they say, he'll never ask you. I mean, this guy's a – I mean, this guy's a pro. And so, um, you know, the hard part is, is that, you know, who you're replacing him with is, is probably a colder player, a much colder player. You know, I mean, that's the problem. And then you hope they'll run into one or do something spectacular, you know, on the day. How's Bregman's rehab been the last couple of days? And do you expect him in this Oakland series? I hope so. 
I don't expect him. I hope so. You know, I mean, he's a guy that we definitely have to take if there's any doubt a couple of days, because if not, then he'll be in and out of the lineup uh, one day on, one day off. And it's hard to get any rhythm or timing. Or And I know how this guy likes to, uh, you know, well, work, hit, and, 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 and produce. And so, you know, where do I put him in the lineup? Do I put him in the middle of the fire like he's used to and not being sharp? Or, you know, you don't want to put him in front of guys where he may have to run the bases a lot. You know, you try to put him in a situation until his leg shows us that he's well to be in a more position to drive in runs and, and score so you know, I'm knocking on wood. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he's ready uh, in Oakland. Thanks, Dusty. Questions for Jack Mayfield. As far as this game goes, you know, is there a feeling? I know this road trip's important and every game's important, but just given what you guys have been through the last couple of days, what is the mindset going into a game? Honestly, the mindset's the same. I mean, we've had the lead in every game, and we've been playing good. Uh, We've just faltered late and, you know, you don't want to put the blame anywhere, but uh, we just got to keep playing our game and uh, we have confidence because uh, we know what we can do and we've shown it every game. So we just got to, we just got to stay strong and keep our mindset positive. Your playing time here recently, you know, how do you feel about it? And, you know, how are you keeping sharp, especially, you know, just, just given with Bregman out and, and some of the injuries that y'all have had lately, uh, you're being called upon a little bit more. So what are you doing, to, I guess, to keep yourself sharp and ready? Oh, I love it. Uh, you know, any, any way to, to get in there, of course, it's unfortunate with those guys going down. But, you know, that's my job is to uh, step in whenever they need me. And so I'm enjoying it. It's fun. It's better than being uh, in the dugout, you know. So I enjoy being out there with those guys. And, you know, the way I see it is just, just find any way to produce or, or do something positive in every game. And, you know, the rest will take care of itself. So that's what I've been focusing on. Is it sweltering hot there today? Absolutely. Like yeah, <laughs> for sure. But we, but it's only one game today. So, so we're, uh, we're, we're looking forward to it, but uh, absolutely. It was a big game and, you know, we're excited to get back out there and, uh, you know, hopefully get this win and have a happy flight and, and move on to Oakland. Is it a dry heat? Yeah, very dry heat. But but you walk out and you start sweating right away, too. So it's it's a little mix of both. Astrocast is brought to you by Carbock Brewing, the official podcast of the Houston Astros. Carbock Brewing, crafted for serious fun. See you later.